podcast for Gooners. <laughs> by Gooners. We've got Neil Quants to talk about, but plenty to say on how our fortunes have changed back in the, back from a week ago. Were we dreaming then of fourth place, or are we uh, destined to finish pretty much the same as we did last year? Dream. He's as American as apple tart and chocolate chip biscuits. It's Stuart Izzard. He's cooking now. <laughs> Free <laughs> Joey Exotic. <laughs> it's Stuart Izzard. Good evening, uh, everyone. How are you doing? And um, he's a proper northerner now with a flat cap and a whippet. It's John Rubin. Evening, all. Oh, you haven't really got a flat cap and a whippet yet, have you, John? No, although there was a picture taken of me by my mate with a flat cap on when I was in some place in Matlock a few years ago. He actually suited me and I should have bought it, but I didn't. Was it like a sort of Ian Wright type one or was it a... I don't think it was that trend. It was just like a really nice green, I think it was, green flat cap. Okay. Hunter, a hunter one. Or a a, a barber, barber. What, Seville? To be honest, I cannot tell you. (laughs) <laughs> so, nothing to me it's very highbrow of you John to both mention opera and deny uh, knowledge of flat caps <laughs> when did I mention opera? he said the Barber of Seville I didn't, Stuart said Barber yeah, yeah said, I said Barber that's as in it's the wax sort of jacket stroke yeah the sort of, out, of country gent country type country gent yes Oh, uh, sorry, I'm not with himself at the moment. But the, um, the I mean, I'm t- I'll take that back then, that comment about you being highbrow. Uh, okay, so... That's, cool. That's the thing, I practice music all day when I'm working at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where, like, I have to do, like, Teams calls. It's a bit like, I'm sorry about the music. They go, oh, that's all right. Because it's not like bloody heavy metal or whatever. It's almost like um, standing in a lift. For a little while, you know, listening to a nice bit of music. What? So you you do your meetings with music in the background? I do, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope you, you retain your position in the uh, government. Um, so, uh, well, we haven't got what have we got to talk about this week? Shame, isn't it? Nothing. Shame. Shame. Nothing, it's gone pretty really. shit. Me and John uh, last week's podcast, Stuart. We're dreaming of, you know, at least four points out of the two games we had. You had Man United, who hadn't won at home in nine games. You had Everton, who hadn't won at all in eight games. Um, it all seemed... played Arsenal. There's a guarantee three points each. And it was... It's weird because it felt very much like in... Like a return to last season, where we talked a lot about going one goal up and then switching off and allowing the other team to get into the game. And in both games, really, that happened, didn't it? Yeah. Maybe not so much in the Everton game. I mean, Everton were unlucky with a couple of VAR things that went against them. Um, Yeah, what, what, what's, I think what's really annoying is, and don't get me wrong, the teams we played weren't the best teams in the division. And it was always going to be tricky after the international break. Mm. I don't think we've done one since, or I haven't. Um, 
But, you know, Liverpool away, Man United away, Everton away. Traditionally, games that we don't tend to win. And maybe yeah. Man United, we've had a little bit on them. But, you know, and OK, we glossed over it a bit with with a great goal from Martinelli against Newcastle. But, mm. you know, it, it's it's nothing's changed, does it? That That's the thing. And I know you can only play with what you've got. And, you know, what What for me last night we missed so much was Emil Smith-Rowe. Um, you know, you can, you, can, you can moan about certain players not doing this and Thomas Party's not at the races, Aubameyang looks shit. And, but Emil Smith-Rowe almost, almost gathers that team together at the moment. And you could, you could see it last night. Everyone saying, oh, we're not trying this. We're not. Smith Rowe, I mean, Odegaard just drops out wide. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing Odegaard a disservice at all, but when, when Emil Smith Rowe's on that pitch, his first thing is just to run at, run at any defence. And it, yeah. it just inspires the rest. It inspires the rest. I mean, um, the, the funny thing I thought about both games were when we went in front, we tried to close the game down. When the other team went in front in both games, they still were extremely vulnerable and we just didn't play to it. You know, we almost, our heads dropped in both those games, um, even though there was still time to get back into them. And it was particularly the Everton one. You had Enketia missing from, you know, zero yards. Um, well, you think that that's a, it's a nailed on goal. And even worse, Aubameyang, who, you know, didn't do, hasn't done his reputation any good over the last week. You know, he, he looked poor against United, left out, the captain's left out of the team. No reason why, really, from Arteta. He said something about rotating, but nobody can believe him. And then he brings on Nketiah ahead of Aubameyang. And, you know, they, that's that's got to say something, hasn't it, about uh, our struggle for goals at the minute. Um, and, you know, I don't know how quickly we can change that struggle for goals. The only people who are contributing at the minute are... Really, the midfielders, aren't they? Emil Smith Rowe. Yeah, I um, mean, it, you know, he's 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 our main man. Uh, just, he's in a bit of a shit state again, and you know, <laughs> it's so hard because we're nearly two years in now with mm. Arteta, and yeah, trust the process, trust the process. But some shitty substitutions last night. Mm. I mean, I, I didn't see anything wrong with Kieran Tierney. Um, you, you've got a player... And he left Xhaka on. He left Xhaka on. Yeah, I know. Oh, you know, I know. so he's Someone had two months out and he's come yeah. back early. And yeah. Tierney... Um, Tierney less less so, but, you know... I mean, my, my man of the match against Watford was Ainsley Maitland-Niles. He wasn't even in the fucking squad last night. Yeah, so who knows what's going on? Cause I know. It's, that, it's, it's quite mad. Um, and Xhaka they... just... I hate to say it, but Xhaka... He just... He did some stupid things last night. 
again. He backed off when they were on the break. He tripped someone up, got a booking unnecessarily. Just, you know, I, I can't. I can't get on board that we we need Jacker in the team. Um, no, I don't think we've missed him. I mean, I'm sure if you go back, I said about you know Ainsley Maitland Niles might get to play against, and it was Watford. I'm sure it was Watford. Yeah. I, I, and I sorry, I said about when we was in the pub and I saw the team come up before the game, and it was like, oh, Ainsley Maitland, no, I'll start. And I remember saying to whoever was in there, well, it's a chance he's got to grab it with both hands and show what he can do. And he did. He yeah. did exactly that. Did exactly and that. And he hasn't been since since. And ne- next game, El Nenny's in the squad, in the two, yeah, first team. Yeah, I just... And El, Nenny, and El Nenny and Tavares against Man United, so disappointing. Um, they, El Nenny is... Passes backwards more than he passes forwards. And Tavares seemed to have all the good things about Newcastle game taken away from him in the way he's been coached, presumably. Don't attack. Don't go down the... Don't try and whip balls in. Just go down the wing, get the ball and pass it back inside. And that's all he did all night. And so you kind of lost... He was up against this Dado or whatever his name is from Man United. He hadn't played for about two years and Diallo. Darlo, yeah. Um and just let we let Man United do all that stuff. We let them play players who haven't played for for years um and beat us. Uh I just it, it was a bit exasperating to be honest because I'd like to say we were the better team in both games, but I can't really believe that even Well we certainly we certainly had we certainly had good parts of both games. Yeah. That we should have had had we got something up top, we should have, you know, put them to the sword. Mm. You, you you get half an hour in a game, you get two goals, they're not coming back. They're not coming back from that. You, you soak up a bit of pressure for another half an hour and then you go again for 10, 15 minutes. And, yeah, we, we're not doing that. We're just rolling over and letting everyone tickle our belly, I think, at the mm. minute. Mm. Which, which, like I say, I'm not... I'll, I mean, I'll, these I'll, are two of the teams in the league that have probably got the most fragile confidence that we've just given, handed them confidence during the game yeah, to yeah, play against yeah. us. And we, you know... Uh, this is the problem, you know. We need to, we we desperately need a ruthless streak to us. Yeah, no, I don't. Um, I don't. This is this is where I'm questioning. This is where I'm questioning the manager, and, yeah. and I want him to succeed, and I want him to learn, and I hope he has learned from the last two games and and things change, and I can see he's upset with what's going on, but. You know, no more upset than every Arsenal fan that watched those last two games. But you've got to put that into that team. You've you, you've got to change that ethos of, of how they're playing, and it doesn't seem to be happening. But you know, if if we can if we can get something on Saturday, and then we got West Ham in the week, we've got two home games. Um, you know, it's a chance to build again, but. It puts more pressure then on you to get those results, you know, and it ain't going to be easy against either of them. So 
No. If you go and lose those two, then you're really in the shit, you know? And it's, like I say, it's sort of coming up to two years' anniversary and you're sort of thinking, well, you have you have spent quite a lot of money. Mm. I know... I know, I know it's not on big fanfare players, but and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with the players he's signed. It just, it probably just highlights the, how big the fucking job is, to be honest. And yeah. you know how yeah. how stagnant we've been for so many seasons, and and then you you're trying to revive it quickly, and it, it's not. I mean, I, I put to a couple of my mates last night. Well, yeah, here we go, another bump in the road. We've hit it. We've got to pick ourselves up. And that 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 for me is Saturday. You know, if if we don't we've got to get three points at home to Southampton. I I think if we if we don't get three points Saturday, then then eyebrows are starting to be raised. West Ham mm. at home is definitely no easy game. No. That, I mean that, last that, year we kind of got away with that one, didn't we? Yeah. If I remember. And it, and... It's 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 you know, it's it's squeaky bum time again. And yes, we've got more points than we had this time last year and, and, and fair play. But what did we finish? 61 points. So we're coming up to what we got. What we played, 14, 15. So we're, yeah. we're, we're nearly coming up to halfway through the season. You, If, if we think we're going to better, don't get me wrong, we've had a lot of harder away games. So we've been to Old Trafford. We've been to um, Man City. Manchester City. We've been Anfield. to Liverpool. You know, so there's three. We've even to a point. We've been to Everton. You know, we, we've got them out the way. Um, so you would hope the second half of the season might favour us slightly more. But yeah, there's, there's, you, you know, sixty-one points. We finished eighth. Can can you see us getting anything close to that or more than that? I, well, at the moment, I mean, <clears throat> I'm thinking halfway through. Well, we at least need to add thirty points, so that's seven from our next three games, which is West Ham, Southampton, and is it Norwich away? Is it Norwich uh, away on Boxing Day, or, or, oh, uh, or is Watford, it Leeds? Watford. Leeds, Leeds away, Leeds away. Oh right, Leeds, yeah, Leeds away. away, and then Watford at home. Wolves, I, isn't it? Wolves, Wolves. sorry. Um, if we, I mean, it's a, sort of Thursday night. You're dreaming. We could go fourth here, and you know, could I think West Ham lost, didn't they? And so we were sort of given that opportunity. We're not. We're not a team that takes opportunities when they're presented to us in moving up the league, are we? We're just uh, going from game to game, hoping for the best. Yeah. The league isn't motivating those players to do better. Um, no, and that's all they've got to concentrate on, Matt. You know, I know we've got Sunderland in a couple of weeks' time, and we're in the in the Carabao Cup, which is a chance to make the semi-final. Which you don't uh, grab that. Um, but it's three-two yeah, down I mean, to Man United, and we're knocking the ball side to side, and you know. Fair enough, the game is different to how it used to be. But to be honest, there didn't seem anything wrong with putting their back four under pressure and really going for it at the end of that game because they they were fragile as well. Um, and we just didn't seem to use those minutes in the last part of each game to 
to get back into you know to 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 just not get beaten. Um, yeah, I used to I used to wake up first thing like so if you've watched the game the night before, be it on telly or you've been to the game, whatever, yeah. and and if you've lost, I wake up. Like the alarm would go off. The first thing that came in my head would be, "Oh shit, yeah, we lost." Yeah, <laughs> we lost. Do you know? I haven't had that for ages. It's it's almost like you sort of expect it. Yeah, we're on the other side of things now, aren't we? And yeah, so you... I mean, that's that's not taking any less passion away. What I'm saying is, it's just you know, it's almost like you can't begin to believe what, what what you've just said about could we make the top I don't think we can I, I think we're a country mile away still and yet we spent 150 million pound and, yeah. and 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 let's face it look you know Aston Villa sacked their manager Watford sacked their manager Man United sacked their manager yeah um and and they're all improving <laughs> I'm yeah. just you know our and and I, I get what Arsenal have said. They they're they're not gonna they're not gonna flinch and do it quickly at all. And and again, I really want him to succeed. I just think these are things if we went back over the last two years or, or eighteen months, we'd be talking about the same thing. I don't see where he's learning on how to improve. That's that's the thing, Arteta. I, you know, he he's He's made silly mistakes against Villarreal in, in his team selection. He's made silly mistakes in, in the last couple of games with his team selection. And you're thinking, well... He's, yeah, there's like a sort of... You know, the, the big advantage we've got at the minute is we don't need to play lots of games. So actually, you can play the same eleven, and he still insists on tinkering about with it. You know, yeah, I mean, um, I get, I, I get, like with the Smith Rowe, he, he obviously came off with a little bit of a knock against it was Man United, wasn't it? Um, but then to bring El Nani in of, against Man United, yeah, I think that yeah. was a definite ploy that we needed to defend more. You know, yeah, that but, his in but, his eye, in his mind, it's like we needed to be defensive, but it didn't help at, at all. Actually, well, why not play Maitland Niles? Yeah, why not play a young player that wants games? That, that had a great game against Watford. Like I say, I thought he was our man of the match. And you think, yeah, okay, have El Nenny in the squad so that, I mean, he's going to bugger off on African Cup of Nations duty in a couple yeah. of weeks' time anyway. So and as Eddie and Ketty is as good as gone. Yeah, I mean, it, it um, just seems silly. You'd stick with the, 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 the squad of players that want to be there and, and look to offload. Again, I think, He's got a really busy transfer window, Arteta, and and he he may be thinking exactly the same. Where was where was Leno yesterday? Was he not even on the bench? No, he wasn't on the bench. God, so to me that, that says he's gone. And yeah. and okay, it might just be that we're at that point where we were last January, where <clears throat> you know we had Ozil still in the squad. And he's yeah. Still, and, well, and maybe now it could be Aubameyang, couldn't it? Yeah, but maybe... Because it seems maybe, like he can't get on with anyone. <laughs> no, and, and, and maybe, maybe, Matt, that's what we need. Maybe there's dissension in the ranks again. We need to get rid of certain people in January, and I hope he does. If they're not his players, I do want to start to see something from Mikel that says, look, 
I'm sticking with it. He just makes some silly, silly choices, I think. Like I say, Maitland-Niles, for me, should have played against Man United or certainly last night to not be in the squad. I get Leno, maybe they're thinking, well, he, he may have said, look, I'm not hanging around. Maybe they've had someone tap him up and talk to the football club and say, look, January, we want him. But just just all seems like a bit of a fucking clusterfuck heading into the busiest time of the season. And you just want a little bit of stability. And, you know, if you look, if we'd lost 1-0 or 2-0 at Anfield and then you beat Newcastle and then go and get something at Old Trafford and something last night, not not massive things, but just, just don't get fucking beat. We're, we're getting fucking whooped. We've only scored 18 goals this season. Mm. And you I mean, look, what, look what, I mean, if you think about it, um, it's cost you at least a hundred million pounds to get goals now. Yeah, yeah. This is what people, you know, Lukaku, a hundred million, you know, even Man City spent a hundred million on Jack Grealish. Liverpool are going to yeah. spend a hundred million on, on, um, uh, um, what's his name's contract? Probably, um, I've forgotten his bloody name. Other than that, Salah. Salah. If you think he's going to get, they're probably going to have to give him half a million pounds a week. So that's hundred over a hundred million for a four-year contract. Um, if that's what it takes, that's what buys you goals in this. League. I don't think they will give him half a mil a week. I don't think Liverpool do that. You know, I really no. don't think they would. No, I, I mean, think, you know, where, at the end of the day, if you're if you're winning trophies and you're scoring goals, all that money, you know, certain people have different attitudes. When you're a multi-millionaire already, you know, if you're on two fifty, three hundred grand a week and you're winning trophies, getting bonuses, I don't think the odd like another hundred grand a week. It depends on the person. A lot. I mean, what I mean player. is that they're going to have to invest in him big time. If it's not oh, five, yeah. I mean, even if it's another four, if he's on like four hundred a week now, then that's still nearly a hundred million pounds over four years. So, you know, you have to pay big money to the to get goals in that league. Um, and you know, for us, it's we where are we going to spend our next bit of money? It's got to be on goals, hasn't it? Um, I would and say so. If, if Aubameyang is on a pretty long contract, if he's worth anything to anyone, then that has to be part of that investment. It, he's not it's... worth anything. He's not worth a thing. No one wants Aubameyang. Unless they do. If they want Aubameyang, it's for something like about a million quid. Right? He's literally just shit. You know, a few weeks ago, it was a case of, um, oh, he's playing well. Like, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. All of a sudden, he's gone back to the same way. When we was drawing against United, where was his captaincy? Where was the urgency? Mm. Yeah. When we was losing to Everton, where was it all? Well, I know it was quite last minute. But where was him cheering that team up to go for goals? Well, when he, he, came, I mean, he came on with a few minutes to go, didn't he? And he had a perfect yeah. chance to... And he's had yeah. quite a few of these, to be fair, over the last year where it's the last chance of the game and he's missed it. Um, when you're in a situation like we was against United, Tony Adams or Patrick Vieira would have gone fucking mental and they would have g that team up. What does he do? 
walk around surly face fucking attitude right doesn't do a thing he doesn't encourage he doesn't encourage anybody on that pitch he doesn't lead by example and he doesn't encourage anybody i mean the thing is that john he got to 50 goals quicker than any arsenal striker has ever got to 50 yeah. goals so there is a there is an inherent value in him he's obviously not doing it for us now and there's a reason for that but you know someone equally might want to take the risk you know i think i can get the best out of him at our club and you know, but you, but the thing is though matt maybe when you're buying a, product, a german club who maybe but when you're buying a product matt you're looking at what they're doing now What's yeah, but now? I mean, we Nothing. bought, we've done it, haven't we? We we bought a Dennis Burkamp when he wasn't doing very well in Italy. We bought Thierry Henry when he was four million really good at, quid. Uh, yeah, but four you million take, quid to take a, a chance on those players, don't you? Yeah, I know. But, but in those in those days, we, we were paying. But that Thierry Henry was a lot of money for the, for the time. He was still a lot of money, but. You know, we got a discount because of the form, so I wouldn't expect <laughs> Aubameyang to command massive fees. But we, you would expect other teams in other countries to want him. The players yeah. we've got on big money, the players that cost us lots of money, their value is about a quarter. Pepe, how much would you get for him? Not Ten a lot. But there's still questions marks million. over whether we've actually paid the full amount for him. True. Um, I, I don't. The I, thing is, though, I don't mind Pepe. I just think the whole structure. I think we needed. I definitely think we just need a new manager to come in, total clean sweep, different ideas, and you know, different game plans. Because we've only got one game plan. It's like the weekend. I think Stuart hinted on this. Uh, you know, we, we, we're, we're winning. We're one new up, and for some reason, if it isn't Arteta, if it's not his game plan then for some reason, as soon as we win or we're winning, that team shuts down mm. and says, right, let's defend. So what if you score a goal in the first 15 minutes? You're going to hope you don't concede one for 75 yeah, and you're just going to do nothing. You know, which is, um, if that's Arteta's game plan, that is shocking. You know, they, they, but if it's not his game plan, then there's something wrong with that team. Well, they would literally just shut down and say, well, we're winning now. Let's just try and win one nil. We could do it under yeah. George Graham. Can't do it now. It's a we different kind of confidence, though, isn't it? That you know, Graham instilled in this. You know, we were immensely difficult to score against in at that time, and but now you know it's more about the fragility of what um, of our situation. Our confidence is really we get a goal. See, I feel sorry for Smith Rowe, Saka, people like that. Because they're looking at that team thinking, I want to get out of it as soon as possible. This team's got fuck all going for it. We've got a captain who's shit, who doesn't care about anybody but himself. We've got big money players sitting on the bench because they're dog shit. And what are we doing? We're going to waste our career if we stay here. I reckon end of the season, Smith Rowe and Saka will have big massive offers in for them. And I think they'll be off. I wouldn't. I would not. I wouldn't. Even I mean, they've both like, signed relatively I, recently signed contracts. So yeah, I know. But it doesn't matter, does it? Well, Money's. It, well, talks. I mean, I think it does. Money still talks, though, Matt. Like, you yeah, know, we're not day, talking about Theo Walcott, are we? We're talking yeah, about. Someone, I know, but if someone came in, right, and said, right, 
125, 130 mil Smith Rowe. I think we'll take it. Yeah. If he carries on the way he's going, because that lad is the only person holding that team together, along with Ramsdale and um, what's name? Saka's on the fringes playing well on and off. Right, I still think Tierney's got to come back in full-time left-back. Tavares is okay, but I prefer Tierney massively. But he's the only people holding that team together. Smith, Rowe, the keeper, Saka. That's it, pretty much. Mm. You know, And I just think they'll go, look, you know what, we've had enough. Because I don't get what Arteta is trying to do, apart from possibly destroy the club. You know, His game plans are shocking. His substitutes are shocking. The whole thing's just utter shit, and that's my last word on it. Mm. I mean, I guess, do you think, Stuart, that we've been papering over the cracks with the sort of the, the run we've been on? Because we have had a good run, uh, but all of those games. I think I'm, we just got off a fag. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure whether you know there were there weren't there were moments where you felt like the keepers saved us or. We've got, you know, we've sneaked to win um, in the last few games. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it was funny. Like, I was on carrying on. I didn't say it was going to be my last word. It was funny last night. Like, those VAR decisions, I was pissing myself laughing, you know, because it's the sort of thing that happens to us. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, is that we should be pasting Everton. Yeah, you know, we really should be, you know. Man United were there. You've already said it. They were there for the taking. As soon as we went 1-0 up, why didn't we just go, you know what, this is a piece of piss. Let's, let's go now. Put the foot on the gas and go for it. You know, see what we can do over the next 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, you know? that's the problem, That's isn't just... it, that they, they get the goal. I mean, on, on the Thursday night, they seem to get the goal um, and it almost... It feel embarrassed about the way they scored. That that you know, it almost seemed like a bit of embarrassment that led us to spend the next sort of twenty minutes of that game doing nothing when United were ripe for the pickings from the first minute. Fact of matter is, right? Um, yeah, all this bullshit about that goal, right? Why did was it? What was it? Was it on Sky or BT? I can't remember what it was on there. Why did they have to go, oh, let's listen again for the referee's yeah. whistle? We all know he didn't blow the bloody whistle, okay? We Nobody know got fouled. I mean, if it was a foul... What, what are you hoping to do to suddenly reverse time and put a fucking whistle in before the thing? At the end of the day, right, yeah, Fred fouled the keeper, we scored, that's it. All this crap that went on and on It and did go on. on and on and on. It was even going on the, the next morning. Shit. Yeah, it's just utter shit. Yeah. Right, we scored a goal, we didn't foul, that was it, end of story. It should have never been that. It's almost like Sky tried to make us out, or BT Sport, make us out to be the bad people. Oh, quick, let, let's see if we can just hear a whistle. Oh, no. Oh, should we do it again, just in case? No, it's not. Let's do it again, just in Oh, no. Well, where about again? You know what I mean? Just fuck off. You know, there was no whistle, that was it. Just bullshit. Man. I mean, I find it's better just to turn over the channel at half-time during Arsenal games at the minute because uh, you, you you know we are very unpopular um, for whatever reason yeah I don't know why I don't know yeah. why you know the fact that it's not like we're winning anymore 
right? So it's not like we're I mean, I think they probably do that to everybody. So I was listening to the stuff about Rafa Benitez. I had um, Monday Night Football on from 7 o'clock, which is a bit odd for me. But listening to the the nasty stuff about Rafa and how bad he was doing at Everton, just constantly going on and on about how terrible his string of results and whether his job was at stake and just the they can't they can't help themselves but just to latch yeah. on to um, like a sack race for, for any manager that's not, that's not going well. There's no despite the fact that they've had serious injuries in Everton. Calvert Lewin's been out. You know they've had problems with with um, injuries, and you know they they seem to just ignore all that and just it's all about the manager. Um, and they'll start doing that about Arteta if we do go down against um, you know Southampton at the weekend. It'll start up again. So what, like, yeah, if we lose to Sunderland and we lose to Forest. Arteta has to go. Mm. Has to go. It's funny like, how we've shit. drawn Forest again. It's like we, we, did, sure. we, did, we do the local derby. It's a derby for well, it's not a derby for me, but my <laughs> local pubs. Are I mean, Forest. we lost to Forest a few years ago, didn't we, in the FA Cup third round? And you <laughs> think like, or was it the third round or the fourth round or something? Yeah. But we always seem to get the same teams. Like we've had Leeds in the third round a few times. We've had Tottenham in the third round a few times. It just, you know, where? why haven't we got, I don't know, Cardiff so or, uh, you know, Birmingham City? It just it always seems to be the same teams. Yeah. Maybe I'm just being a bit weird, but it feels like we played Nottingham Forest not that long ago. In the League Cup, did we? And we battered them? Or oh, I can't remember. Oh, we did. We played them in the League Cup. Did we just... Was it... No, what was the ones we beat 6 or 7 nil? It was... It was, it was, was it? I'm sure it, we beat them at home in the League Cup, Forest. Um, I can't remember. Anyway. What's happened to Stuart? Stuart? I don't know. Is he on mute? Is he on mute, Are you on yourself, mute Stuart? Can you hear us, Mother? Is he having the burn? Well, it's been a long time if he has. It's got a speaker. Oh, no, my speaker. Is it my speaker that's off? I don't know. I'm not sure what's happening with Stuart. Hold on. I wonder if he's putting anything on WhatsApp. No. Maybe he's gone down the pub. Maybe he's bored. Maybe the new bloke in the village is a serial killer. I've just put, are you there? I should have put Stuart. That quackling looks nice, though, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, so... Um, <laughs> felt like... Um, what did you think of that stamp on um, Tommy Yasu's head? You know what made me laugh about that? The fact that at half-time, was it Neville who went... Was it talking about him and Carragher? Oh, yeah, you talked to two people that, you know would deliberately stamp on someone, but try and get away with it. He said stamp on their face. It's a different way. So you've just come out on live TV and said that you would, or you did, deliberately stand, stamp on people's faces, but try to get away with it. That's absolutely shocking. That's absolutely shocking for an ex-pro to come yeah. out and say that. You say, well, saw, did you see surely that? Sky, surely Sky should go, or whoever it was, go, 
but we're going to sack you now. You're actually admitting to stamping on people's faces and try and get away with it. You should not be a pundit. You're condoning what this bloke has just done. You know, that's just out of order. Did Tommy you see lost the, there, was, there was stuff about the... Um, uh, there was a big interview with Robert Perez this week, and um, he said that his, that, you know, the the least favourite person he played against was Gary Neville because he would be at, he was be verbally at him the whole game, saying stuff about his family, saying stuff about you know really personal things. He said he couldn't understand most of it most of the time because he couldn't really speak English that well. <laughs> But um, he's a nasty little shit, Gary yeah. Neville. Um, and obviously, feels thing, like that sort of thing is, is part of the sport. Um, yeah, well, it's not. Mm. If you was playing now and you turned around and said you deliberately stamped on people's faces, you're debarred from the, by the FA for a few matches and get fined. So what is the difference when you're retired, to say you deliberately stamped on people's faces. Mm. You should face some, you're still bringing the game into disrepute. It, it's still basically, well, it's still basically fucking bang out of order. I mean, you know when like, uh, Richard Keyes and Andy Gray got sacked from Sky mm. for mention of Walker Swift? They should be sacked. I have deliberately gone out and stamped on someone's face. <laughs> well, you should be sacked for that then. I mean, if the you remember, I, there's there's a clip going around of um, an FA Cup game between Wimbledon and Man United from about 93. Right. And it, in it, um, United are wearing that sort of yellow and green okay. checkered yeah. kit. And I think they win like 3-1. But the fouls in that game are absolutely shocking. Vinnie Jones, John Fashionu, two-footed challenges everywhere. Um, Stuff that would get you instantly sent off nowadays, Um, which the commentator at the time, I think, says at one point, when Vinnie Jones goes in two-footed on Cantona and, you know, is attempting to break his leg, um, and Cantona gets up and... Like nothing happened, um, and the commentator says he's surely got to book him for that now. Um, <laughs> you're thinking booking him like in, in if it was now he would be banned for ten games. Like uh, there's one bit as well where Vinnie Jones is down on the floor and he headbutts Ryan. Uh, he headbutts um, Roy Keane like backwards as he's getting up oh, uh, during like a sort of scrap for the ball. It's just shocking. But that's the way football was. It was like a bit of a scrap, yeah. wasn't it? Believe. Um, and, you know, as, guys. well, to a certain extent, yes, I think it was a bit more. Um, well, it is because what it is, you don't have these dickheads. Roll, I mean, I'll tell you what, my I think it was against Man United, I think, and it happened again last night when Devarwes came on. Although he did look like he took a bit of a knock last night. Oh, God, yeah, that was a... I mean, I don't understand how that was. It wasn't even a foul, called as a foul, was it? I know, Um, I know. But the thing is, he's been rolling around a bit, Devarwes, and you sit there and think, please... I just think it's Mike Dean, that. 
He's like, he lets stuff go and, you know, refuses to go and look at the monitor sometimes. Waves play away. And you just think, he's losing control of the game. And to a certain extent, well, we that cost us. We know Mike Bain's a twat. He has been for a long time. He's referee and, but, you know. Um, uh, I don't know what we're going to do about Stuart. Stuart. What's happened to Stuart? Should I throw him off the call and then see? No, I'm going to try and find Just. Not unless. Hello, mate. What happened to you? He just. Well, nothing. Was you on the on the call? Because yeah. it just we was asking for you and you wasn't answering. Matt's kicked you off the call is gonna invite you back in. If you're tired, then <laughs> we'll we'll get we'll get through it quickly. All right, mate. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Oh, that's staying in. Oh, I think I just fell asleep. It's I that, not even the participants of this podcast <laughs> stay awake I during did, it. I, I wonder how many sleep, people man. use our podcast to get sleep to. I did. I, I, just got, I, I, haven't, I haven't caught back. I've, it's the worst place. I've been to Australia. I've been everywhere. I've never had as bad a like kipping and back at work and knackered. And, oh, I'll tell God, you what, yeah, though. Sorry. it is. tell you what it is. Is that it's the other way? So for Australia, you're going the other way. So you you are coming back, and the the time goes backwards when you come back from Australia. And but when the time goes forwards, it's harder to get over the jet lag. Yeah, mate. So because, I, honestly, I'm, I don't know what you boys were talking about. Either when I'm <laughs> well, a, a lot of people would measure that one at us. So <laughs> I don't know if you heard the podcast sorry, last week. Sorry, sorry. John was talking about his fridge at one point. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was me. Because obviously John rang or someone rang or done something. And I'm like, hang on a minute, it can't be work already. <laughs> honestly, it's really bad. That. Did you wake Sorry. up and go, fight you? <laughs> yeah, that was a nightmare. nightmare. Right, well, let's move on to the next bit of the podcast. <laughs> That's something new for us. Um, the sleepy time episode. <laughs> It's, jet, jet lag can happen to the best of them apart from Joan Collins who never got jet lag um, jet slag <laughs> jet, she was a jet slag well yeah that's not for me to say no. um, ok well, let's have a quick fire John you better make it quick So, because we played Everton, um, I got a bit confused here uh, between toffees and Everton mints. So, I've just decided to do mints and toffees. <laughs> Quick okay. fire, John. Are you ready, John? Yeah. After eight or Quality Street toffees? Oh, that's so. Is it the chocolate covered stick? 
No, it's, it I'm talking about penny? just the toffee penny. Uh, uh, after eights. Mint toffos or those weird five flavour pack of toffos? Oh no, the weird five flavour pack. Um, toffee fee, which is like a box of toffees. Yeah, I know what toffee fee is, yeah. And that only seems to appear at Christmas. Or matchsticks, which also only appear to arrive at Christmas. Toffee. Mint Viennetta or sticky toffee pudding? Sticky toffee pudding. This is where it gets a bit weird. I was running out of stuff. Mince and onions or mince pies? <laughs> Not mints <laughs> as such, but mints. Mints and onions. Toffee crisp or extra strong mints? Extra strong mints. Fries chocolate toffee or fries mint chocolate? Fries mint chocolate. Georgia Toffolo, Toff from uh, uh, the anyway. Big not, brother. Yeah, big. Uh, from what you call it? Uh, Chelsea, made in Chelsea. Or Minty from EastEnders. <laughs> I don't even know who the first geezer is, but the fact that... The geezer! <laughs> She's like a sort a of woman? sweet little girl no, who, from Georgia Toffolo. never watched it. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. So I'm going to go for Minty from EastEnders. Okay. Tic Tacs or Revels? Admittedly, Revels. they've got mints Revels. in them as well. And finally, Revels. Creme de Month or Tamir Tipple? Creme de Month. There you go. That's uh, Mainly came out on the side of mints. And mint. Um, mint. So now it's time for the Stute Machine. Yay. And this I'll week... what, mate, yeah. You know my bets last week? Yeah. They pretty much all... All the teams, they, <laughs> none of them won, but if you think, if I did that as a straight bet, which I did, I think, and it was over 200 to 1, right, if I'd actually done all those teams to win, West Ham, Watford, Watford did beat City, didn't they? No, they lost to Man City. No. Oh, right. So Watford, West Ham and Newcastle. Um, I can't remember who the other one was. So West Ham beat Chelsea. Uh, we kind of, uh, let me do the first bit to this, John, and then we'll get into it. Anyway, we did all right. So, uh, this week, money. it's the Soccer 6 Stute Machine. So, let's put a quid in. And, oh no, all the all of the players from normal football seem to be in playing at GMEX Arena in Manchester at Christmas time uh, for our pleasure, uh, without any worry about injury or whatever. Um, in the 80s on sports night and it was great wasn't it yeah. do you no, remember that do you not remember soccer 6 it was sort of a prelude to the um, to the masters football so it's like six aside on a sort of pitch with perspex walls like ice hockey um, but actual teams you played. do remember it John. Was this in the eighties? I was yeah. obviously in love and dating and stuff like that. I don't think I had a lot of time for. Well, I was eleven, and I had all the time in the world for staying up late to watch sports night near Christmas. Well, I was obviously um, doing naughty things with ladies. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember it, Stuart? Yeah, I, think, I do. 
it was it was great. I liked it anyway. And actual players you from... remember means I was the only one getting laid then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was eleven. I was in love, but you know, I've always been in love. Um. So uh, yes, the three draws um, from last week, Sean. Let's talk yeah, about none those. Of, none of them come in. West Ham do, beat, West Ham beat Chelsea, which was I did West Ham a draw. I did Watford a draw, and I think did I do Newcastle. No, you had Newcastle to draw with Burnley, and they won one nil. Yeah, uh, all of those games, apart from the Watford one, the other two I, I would say were should have been draws, some one way or the other. You know, West Ham However, were pretty lucky bet, with the I did third it the goal. Another bit I did at the weekend, I did seven teams in doubles and I was doing why right. Liverpool scored I thought well I got six out of seven went to the toilet come back and Brighton equalised in 98 yeah, minutes yeah, I was yeah. like oh, I should have I cashed that funnily enough funnily enough John I had that as a draw uh, <laughs> <bollocks>. <laughs> yeah. but Liverpool won nil down what right now in the Champions yeah, League yeah against Milan Champions League. I don't know whether they need a win or not. No, I don't think they do, do they? But they're playing all their players. So, so right, um, we've got we've got this week's bet. John is relieved of his duties. I've Uh, literally just looked. I've literally just looked. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm heading to the Midlands, Matt, for some inspiration. Um, so I think Coventry are away at Huddersfield. And despite the fact Coventry lost at home to, it was West Brom. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to go for both those teams to win. So I'm going Coventry to beat Huddersfield away, which yeah. is probably be a, a generous little bit. And I think West Brom are at home to, I can't remember, but West Brom. So Coventry and West Brom both to win in a little double and lovely jubbly. Can't remember what the bet I had before I went away, but yeah. So yeah, Coventry uh, it was West a Brom, failure. <laughs> yeah, well they they mainly are, but yeah, Coventry and West Brom, mate. Basically. Excellent. Well, let's put another quid in the soccer six dupe machine. Oh, it's nineteen eighty five, and uh, isn't it great? Soccer six. Oh no, it isn't. Tottenham have just won it. So uh, the next up, it's the jukebox challenge. So, um, this week, boys, uh, Messi won the Ballon d'Or, mainly due to Argentina winning Copa America, and this pissed off Ronaldo as he didn't even attend. And it's a long time since anyone, either Messi or Ronaldo, won it, making it a Ballon d'Or. So, I'm trying to bring a little bit of interest back into it by this quiz, rejogging some of the memories of the world's best players when Messi and Ronaldo weren't around. So, what will be your song for winning the Ballon d'Or quiz? Who? Stuart. Oh, okay. Um, Right. So, listen, it's a great album. I can't remember what the album's called. But it's by a band called The Ratons. Okay. Um, and it's a new band, but trust me, it is just like the Arctic Monkeys. I thought it was a tribute band to start with, but it isn't. They were in the top 40 in the I 
charts, players, whatever, I don't know. But so I downloaded their album to listen to on the plane and stuff while mm-hmm. I was away. And there's a great track on there called Slice of Lime by the Raytons. And it's, yeah, it's new music and it's, it's a, yeah. But believe me, it, you will think it's the Arctic Monkeys, but <laughs> it's great. Are they it's from great. Sheffield? Yes, no, they are. Yeah. yeah, but really good. The Raytons. Okay. And what about you, Slice John? Slice of Lime. Um, I was just thrown together, weren't it? I'm going to go for Catherine Smythe. Otherwise known as Trash Smash from Madness. Uh, he did do a great album, solo album, called Comfortable Man a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. I got a vinyl and a CD signed. This one is called You're Not Alone. I only did that because I couldn't think of what to put because I was so busy trying to put a little coffee table together okay. that uh, all my time was spent doing that and not thinking about other music. <laughs> oh, well, it's, I mean, there we go. There's two tracks ready for the quiz. Who wants to go first? It's my turn to go first. Yeah, I'll you let go, you go. John. No, you go, John. You go. I might nod off, John. but... Okay. John. Oh. Uh, yes. First question. Uh, the first Ballon d'Or was won in 1956 by which English football legend? Stanley Matthews. Correct. The first Scottish winner of the Ballon d'Or was in 1964. He played for Manchester United and Manchester City. Who was he? Dennis Law. Correct. Who is the only player to have won the Ballon d'Or in the last 10 years that isn't Ronaldo or Messi? It's that easy with a nose. Uh, was he at Madrid? And I should know this because I thought, as soon as you said about this, I thought, what's his name? And I cannot remember his name. Is it Croatian or something like that? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Oh, fucking hell, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Sorry. That's going to really piss me. <laughs> Gives a mi- oh, it short begins with an M. Ooh, I'm just leaving you. Let's see if we can come up with it. Leave it gone. It's not found, Stuart. So, what, Stuart? Who oh. was it? I think it was it Nedved. No. Oh. In Croatian captain and World Cup finalist. Well, I can't remember. Luka Modric. It's Luka Modric. Yeah. Modric. Yeah. 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 There you go. Then. Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of. I can't remember. Question number four. In with an M. Question number four. Who is Africa's only winner of the Ballon d'Or so far? George White. Correct. And final one. uh, You get two points for this one. Three Dutch players have won the Ballon d'Or. Can you name two of them? Cruyff. Yep. And Van Basten. Correct. Do you know the third? Uh, No, it won't be Nieskins. Rudy Kroll. I can't remember. Or one of the brothers, isn't it? Is it one of the what's name brothers? No, it was Rude Hullet. I was going to say Rude Gullet. Yeah. Rude Gullet. So there you go. That's five out of, well, six, effectively. Um, That's not bad, actually. Very good, John. You've pissed pissed it, John. I'm going (laughs) nanites. Stuart, awakened from his slumber with these five questions, one of which you can get two points. So, uh, question number one. An England player won the Ballon d'Or in 1966, but who was it? Mm. Well, God, you're picking one of them, aren't you? Mm -hmm. uh, I'll have to say uh, Bobby... 
Bobby, is that close? Yeah, that's close. Um, oh, fucking hell. Bobby Moore. No, it's Charlton. It's Charlton. It's Charlton. Yeah. <laughs> Question number two. Which England player won back-to-back Ballon d'Ors in 78 and 79, falling off a racing bike? Falling off a racing yeah. bike on a cinder track on the BBC in between victories. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Kevin Keegan. Keegan. Who was the last English player to win the Ballon d'Or in 2001? Michael Owen. Correct. Who is the only Bulgarian player to have won the Ballon d'Or when he got his team to the 1994 World Cup semi-final? It's got to be Stoichkov, isn't it? Yep, Hersto Stoichkov. And finally, Brazilians dominated the Ballon d'Or in the noughties. Name two players who won it from 1999 to 2009. Um, well, it's got to be the buck tooth bugger, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, God, what was his Ronaldo? Yep. And Ronaldinho? Correct. Can you think of the mm. other two? Um, for- I would go um, uh, a bit more of a... Um, oh, Jesus Christ, Can't just can't think of their names. Um, was Caffrey one of them? No, nah, he was eighties when he Caffrey. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, Carlos. God. Uh, Carlos. Yeah, I'd say him. No, um, um it was uh, 1999. It was Rivaldo. Yeah, that was the one and I was thinking of. The one who dived. Yeah, the one who grabbed his face. Far, yeah, yeah, that's it. And 2007 was Kaka. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I think he scored lots of goals, didn't he, Kaka? Uh, I'd seen Milan, wouldn't he? Yeah. So, uh, it's ended up 5-all. So, we need a tiebreaker oh. to work out who uh, gets the uh, tune played. And here it is. The first player, the first person to name uh, the correct answer gets their tune played. And the question is, who won the Ballon d'Or in 2020? Lionel Messi. Ronaldo. <laughs> no. Modric. No. What? Um, no fucking idea. <laughs> no. Uh, was it Salah? Um, no, it wasn't, was it? No. I've got no idea. It was actually done. Hold on, hold on. So it was a. It's not this year, is it? So well, yeah. it was not a fucking. Not happen, was there, to be fair? Um, did no one win it? Correct. John's correct. Yeah. It didn't happen. No one won the Ballon d'Or in 2020. Yeah. So well done, John. Um, well done, John. Let's have a bit of Cathal Smith then. Long, long and, yeah, the trash smash. You're not alone. You're not alone. Hey, you. We know you're out there. Don't We are with you And we want to let you know That you're not alone You're not alone If it's in you Though you've tried 
Lovely Thank tune for it. someone who can't think of a tune to play, John. Um, yeah. No. So uh, next game is Southampton at home. Um, got to come up with a prediction. It's difficult with Southampton to be honest because you never quite know which team's going to turn up. I mean, you know it's going to be Southampton, obviously, but <laughs> they're a bit hit and miss. Southampton they're going to be like quite good or really rubbish. And that is a bit like us, but we're kind of, we're just kind of middle of the road average. So I'm to think, they, they've got that guy, that um, guy they've loaned from Chelsea, haven't they? And they've got, the, they've got what's name? Who's the forward they got that always scored against us? And they sold one forward, they got another one, didn't they? Um, they've got che, che Adams. Yeah, and this, che Adams. And um, this guy uh, from... Chelsea, um, who's seems like a really good player, actually. Um, yeah. I can't remember what his name is. Um, I'm going to go 4-0 anyway to Arsenal. Okay. <laughs> I'm slightly more cynical. I'd probably go, you know, I think we probably will win 2-1, I'm going to say. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I think we need to win. I think we've got to win. And I think it'll be reminiscent of a lot of home games. I think we'll keep a clean sheet. Ramsdale will have a cracker and we'll win 1-0. OK. Well, we won't talk about West Ham because we'll do a pod next week, I'm guessing. But um, 
Yeah, just, it's not till Wednesday. I just it? noticed that they uh, that West Ham have lost Zuma. He's injured. They seem to be getting a few injuries now. Um, well, then my mate was saying this, right? When we were talking about them having European football, they always maintain they just didn't have the size of the squad they needed uh, to fight on all fronts. And don't get me wrong, I think West Ham have done brilliantly. I mean, if not for a couple of results, like losing the walls and that, they could be like second. And it's, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, when you look back at David Moyes' Everton when he had time there, he, he did put together these teams that would push for that fourth place, wouldn't he? Yeah. I mean, so yeah, consistently yeah. and only really the Man United job, let him, you know, he, he just was on a hiding to nothing with that really, weren't he? Well, yeah, Fergie just um, come and sat next to him all day, every day. What are you doing that for? What are yeah. you doing that for? <laughs> yeah, it was never, never going to be. And, and that's what's proving at Arsenal, isn't it? You know, yeah. the, trying to fill the boots of Arsene Wenger. And, yeah. I, I think I think, I think, think at Man United, though, they, they obviously have invested more money. They've spent a lot of money on, on either wages or, or certain players. Um, we certainly haven't spent anywhere near the, the sums of money they have, but they're still a long way off. You know, we, yeah. when, you, when, when you think, okay, they are above us, but by what? A point or, or two points or, yeah, or whatever. Like and, that, yeah. and, you know, everyone's bemoaning them and, oh, we've got to do this. They're miles away. And, and let's face it, we're all a mile away from the top three. Yeah, it looks like it. I mean, there were there were some results like Chelsea and Liverpool. Not, I know Liverpool won right at the end, didn't they? Um, yeah, but Chelsea dropped points. Um, and before but Man that, City you know, strolled. Man we, City strolled at Watford. Yeah, they beat Ever uh, beat Villa as well, didn't they? So they've gone. Yeah, you know they're good. They're good. They're just solid sides, aren't they? That you know we used to be, and and. Unfortunately, you don't. You can't just flick a switch and turn it back into that. Man City have invested millions of pounds in that squad, and and you can see the difference. You know that's that's where the wake up call should do be. Do you think that we really are competing for that fourth place spot? No, no, we shouldn't even try. No, I don't. I mean, obviously, if you can string. Because because everyone around you is similar consistency wise, mm. you know Tottenham are losing game after game. You you do think West Ham, with the the mention of the size of the squad and the the, the games they've got, they, they're the bigger gonna, the bigger the games of, get in Europe, the harder it gets. Yeah, there's going to the be year. burnout. There's going to be burnout there, and they'll pick up some injuries. And and you know I don't I don't wish bad on West Ham, but I think that will eventually come and. Um, then you're looking like Everton. You've and got United. Aston Aston Villa have got the the Steven Gerrard factor, and they've got some half decent mm. players. Um, I mean, even yeah, Wolves you, have been doing pretty well now. They've yeah, got Jimenez yeah. back, and yeah, and um, and it's just that's that's where we're at. We're we're battling in there, and you know, if we finish the season with four or five wins. We might we we might finish fourth. Yeah, if, if, yeah. If if we finish the season with four or five losses, we'll probably finish tenth. It, it's that sort of 
it's that's that's how close it will be there. But the other three will be miles and miles ahead, absolutely miles and miles ahead. Yeah, yeah. And and that's where you have to think to yourself, how much money do you put into the side at the moment? You know, if you've got some good young players, do you let them come through and, you know, while the cities and the, the Liverpools and and the Chelseas have, have got the money to do what they can do, do you do you do you bide your time and build? You know, to I look that in two years' Honestly, time. Stuart, I think we should. I mean, I'm not worried. I've said it last season. I don't care if we don't get European football next season. I'm quite no. happy. I think it's better for us. It's better for our team. I think it gives the chance. I mean, like Nick Williams was talking about getting Balogun in. When we did that, he didn't do very well, but he is scoring goals in the yeah. reserves. Martinelli is showing flashes of form now. Yeah. I yeah. think he's playing very well at the moment, Martinelli. We actually haven't said much about him in this podcast, but no. he's not. I mean, he did score a great goal. He's you know, the other guy. Yeah. And, and world, he, he yeah. you know, he's, he, when he ran down that middle against United and passed the ball to yeah, yeah. Aubameyang, but Aubameyang should have passed it straight back, back to him. But, um, yeah. you know, you can understand Aubameyang's goes for goals. Yeah, yeah. That, that situation. But again, the, things like that just showed you the kind of player he could be. Um, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, things aren't all doom and gloom with no, some of no. that young We lose a couple of games and we all get a bit. Saka, if we get Balogun, you know, Balogun maybe lacks a bit of confidence in the first team. You know, it's all right, you know, banging him in for the reserves. He, he, I mean, he played in a couple of games. Game. He played against Chelsea, didn't he? And he played yeah. against um, a newly promoted Brentford, who were right up for it. And but you've got you've got, at the end of the day, like you know, I think we've we've all agreed we're not we're not going to finish in the top four. We're not. We probably won't finish in the European. At some point, it's got to come. I mean. If they're going to loan him out and 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 Inketi is going to leave in January, surely that's going to leave us too short. Yeah, you know, with a Bamian going away on, on African Cup of Nations, I I, I don't, I, I you know, we'll, we'll be. Well, we'll, I mean, we you can really see that now we're close. we're we're scouring the Italian league to try and pick someone up because they we. To be know, honest, though, Matt, right? Yeah, if you, if if. If Aubameyang does go, well, obviously, Stuart said he is going to the African Cup of Nations, might do our team the world of good, quite frankly. It might you know? do. But it might I be a time... the world of good. I, I doubt... I mean, I, I really do doubt that it, the issue is... himself in his shop window while I, he's over there. It might, I, not hurt, it might not hurt Thomas Party to, you know, when he goes. Yeah. You know, this, this is why I was more saying earlier about... I was a bit miffed that Maitland-Niles wasn't even in the squad. Yeah. You know, because I, I really was impressed with him in the Watford game. And I know it's only Watford, but I was really impressed. Watford, who um, battered Man United and, yeah, you, you know, just, they, you, they've had some good results as well, Watford. Yeah, yeah. You, just, you just think to yourself, if, if you put yourself in the shop window, you've been asked to do a job, you've done it well, to, like I say, I, I would have given him man of the match. I don't know who did get it officially that day, but I would have given him man of the match. I've got man of the match against Watford. 
It doesn't. It doesn't. I think he did actually get man of the match, but um, yeah, I mean, yeah. he was fantastic, and it just makes and, no sense that he doesn't. So yeah. has he like has he been caught playing on his PlayStation and he's had, or oh, you know, well. he's turned up late to training. His mum hasn't got him out of bed. You know what? There must be something behind the scenes that. I think he's a bit older than you realise, mate. I think he's about well, no, this is mate, this is older. always the sort of <laughs> this is always the thing that's levelled at him, though, isn't it? That he is sort of a bit of a um, that he's just he's not focused on his career enough, or he's not um, you know his sort of his laid back playing style kind of translates into a laid back lifestyle, which who knows if any any of that's true. Um, but we're all yeah. left wondering why but such I'd, a talented I'd, I'd, player is not getting into the first team. When you know, I, I understand that he he's not a he's not an Arteta player, but you know, Lukonga's come out the side now. Um, yeah, see, I'd I'd, um, I'd like to see maybe Saturday. You know, we played Monday. Why not? Why not play Lukonga and Maitland Niles? Drop, drop party, drop Jacker, and and stick those two boys in there. I mean, just, I, I just, totally agree because I think Lukonga just got. I mean, he the only the only real bad game he had was against Liverpool, um, and everybody has a bad game against Liverpool, don't they? At yeah, some point, especially. I think Arteta believes he needs experience in with that mix of youth. So he's not going to play Lukonga, Smith Rowe, Saka, you know, Balogun. If he whacked all those kids in up front, you know what I mean, like in that team, that might actually go quite well. But I think Martinelli feels that he needs an elder statesman there. I mean, Jack is I'd love to see Arteta. Just go right. Fuck you, you know. And, and 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 no, but but turn around and and leave yeah. Lacazette, Aubameyang, all them, and go right. I'm going to play Aubameyang. Uh, sorry, I'm going to play Balogun. I'm going to play Martinelli. I'm going to play Smith Rowe. I'm going to play Saka. I'm I'm going to play Maitland Niles. I'm going to play. Le- I'm just going to go right away for that team. With with the youngest squad I can, go out there and fucking show these so called experienced fucking players what it means to put an Arsenal shirt on, yeah, yeah, and and really stick it up them, and and if they turn around and win it, you you know, fucking that's that's sort of where it's at. I think mm-hmm. unfortunately, Arteta is just too. It, tell you what, this is the word that describes Arteta: cautious. Yeah, very, he is. I mean, he, he played cautious. Manager. He went out with a cautious attitude against a, a, a team like Man United, who are pretty much on their knees in that in that club's history. They, you know, they'd never had a start like this for a very long time, and um, you know, we still went there with El Nene as our spearheading our midfield. Uh, you just think it's kind of unambitious. We definitely went up there not to lose, and look what happens when we try to play for a draw. Um, yeah. Never mind, you know, play for a win. Um, yeah, maybe we should change his name to rather than Arteta to Our Pressure. 
says, I mean, he must be under a lot of pressure and, you know, that that's understandable. And, you know, he's, you know, we all moan and it's all about results, but just like to see something from him that, that sort of says, well, yeah, okay, we got beat, but it was because we were trying this and we were doing that. Yeah. It just seems to be that we're just doing Groundhog Day sort of stuff. And, it's funny not, how like last 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 um sort of Christmas when um we did lose players and Smith Rowe had to come in, that was the time that things changed, our fortunes changed, didn't they? And yep. it was kind of forced yes. it was he was forced to pick Smith Rowe because of the the suspensions and the injuries we had. And, you know, it, it feels a bit like that now, doesn't it? It feels like maybe the African Cup of Nations will just force him to do things a bit differently and maybe we've got an opportunity to have a better second half to the season. Um, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. But, I mean, let's, to just to finish, um, I'm having Do a I gin get a and... chance to put my song on? Because it is quite a good song. Yeah, yeah you're um, going to get it played, anyway. <coughs> I'm, I'm just going to say, uh, uh, Stuart, I'm having a gin and tonic. What am I putting in it? You're going to put a slice of lime in it, Matt. There you go, the Ratons. Is it the Ratons? Yes. Um, falling asleep during the podcast can't be good for the Ratons. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. Here they apologize. are. A slice of lime. Have a good week, boys. Come on, you gunners. Come on, you gunners. Come on, you gunners. Second look, and he 